Korkor, do you remember the year you did the, we did the play at Nana's house? With Adam and Carly were there? Mm-hmm. What do you remember about it? I don't really remember a lot. I just remember laughing <laughs> a lot. And we thought it was really funny. And Quinn had a beard and long hair. I thought Quinn was Mary or something no. crazy. He Quinn was had sophomore a... in college because he had long hair. No, Mary. Who was Mary? Oh. Wasn't it the birth of Christ? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was baby Jesus. He was baby Jesus. I tied my hand. <gasps> you tied your hand up. That's amazing. Can I eat it? Oh. And you remember you were all back in the room and tried to come out and uh-huh. you kept laughing and messing up? Right. Didn't you wear costumes too? Yeah, we all did. And then the, we, some of us dressed up like gold trinkets at the moment. We put flower, like um, <laughs> those little ribbons on our head, you know, that you stick on purpose. To be gold trinkets at the moment? Yeah, we just put the ribbons on our head. <laughs> I forgot that. I just remember you guys laughing and having fun. Do you remember the year I had you at Nana's line up on that step into the room? The room, as Nana calls it, and you lined up there and sang. No. That was a couple times, but you might have been too tiny. Mm-hmm. I think the oldest three did it. They sang. Um, they did. We I had you do plays several years, and then they did the. Uh, do you hear what I hear? They sang that one year. Hmm. I bet they remember that. Do you know that song, Gal? Maybe you can't probably sing very well, but it goes. Do you hear what I hear? It's about the star. And or the song. What is it? What did you hear? Do you remember the song <laughs> I can't remember it. Oh, I pushed it for you, sorry. You, you tell me what you put on salads. Berry berries. Yeah, berry berries. Berry berries on salads. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we use some little The little potent wine. Yeah, potent salads. That you're not allowed to eat. Well, Sissy ate them. Sissy, we made a salad and Sissy shoved it all in her mouth and we laughed and laughed. And then Sissy Aunt spit it out. What if it was poisonous and cor-cor? It wasn't. I, well, I told her to spit it out because I thought it wasn't a taste that it was okay. So I said, oh. you can have a bag and eat it. <laughs> That's pretty funny, wasn't it? Corey. We were gonna make burritos, but we couldn't find any leaves big enough to make burritos, so we made salads. Oh. And then I told them how when, um, when her mama and Aunt Coco were little girls, we would make burritos down at the barn, and we'd put rocks and grass and flowers in it, and the flowers were the cheese, and then we would sell them to Uncle Luke and Uncle Caleb. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the story I wanted to tell you, Gally, is one time your mama and I were down, were down at the calves. No, no, I'm gonna be louder, but slower. Oh, we were down at the calves. We were feeding calves, and it was just your mama and me, and we, we were really tired, and it took us a really long time to do the calves because we were kind of goofing off, we were kind of messing around, and then we were so tired and hungry that every time that Faith, your mama, did something funny, I would cry. And she would laugh, and then I would do something funny, and make, and then your mom would cry, and I would laugh, and we went back and forth the whole calf time. One of us would be crying, one of us would be laughing. And then one time, Uncle he, Uncle Caleb, and Aunt Corcora, and your mom were down there working, and your mom would tell us to get on the four wheeler, and then she would drive really, really fast, 
over these hills down in like the cornfields and she would call them the happy hills and whenever we would cry she would take us down there really fast and we'd go over the hills and then we would have to laugh because it was so silly so we'd stop crying one time i was running down one time uncle caleb was down at the calves feeding giving them chopping water and your mom and me were at the barn making bottles and your mom said aunt corcor go down and steal the foiler from Uncle Caleb so we can use it to take bottles down. And I said, okay. And I run down the hill, but I fell and I cut my knee open on some rocks. But I got up and I kept running. I got the foiler and I ran up to the barn with the foiler. And then I told your mom what happened. And she said, okay, come to the to the bathroom. I'll, I'll clean it up for you. So I'm sitting on the toilet in the bathroom. And Faith, your mom looks at my knee and it it's this cut right here, this scar. You see this right there? that was cut open, it was like this big, and like that wide. And your, your mom said, I said, Faith, I think I need stitches. And your mom said, no, I'll fix it. And so she tried to help me clean it up, but then I looked down and she was sticking her finger in it. And she goes, wow, Corey, look at this. There's the fat and the little white, the little white things inside my knee. And I said, can you please just clean it up? And so she put butterfly bandages on it, which are good for if you have a really bad cut, they'll put them together. And now I have this little scar. You want to feel it? Mm. You don't have to. Maybe you'll feel it. Oh. And sometimes, because my muscles underneath it still hurt more than my other muscles, if I hit my knee right there, it hurts really bad. That is a good story. Thank you. One time, Galilee, we were all down at Nana's house and it was hot out. It might've been the 4th of July. So we were gonna go outside and have a water fight. And mama, my mom, your Mimi, she said, no one use glass cups. And Nana said, no one use glass cups. And then we used glass cups and we were outside and we were throwing water at each other. And we had some water balloons and we had some cups and we had some big containers. And Uncle Lance was trying to throw water on Uncle Quinn. Mm -hmm. And here's the trailer over at the uh, Bananas. Yeah. It was Caleb. He, who got hit, yeah. yeah. But he was trying to throw water at Uncle Quinn. Oh, Caleb oh. went under. So here's the trailer, and we had a spigot, and we were filling up the water there. And Uncle Lance went like this and went back to throw water on, on Uncle Quinn. And he went like this, and he threw the water on Uncle Quinn, but he kept going. And Uncle Caleb ran underneath, and he broke the glass on Uncle Caleb's head. And so Uncle Caleb, if he grazes his eyes, like this, you can see little scars on Uncle Caleb's forehead, but he's okay. But he got a little cut on his head. So why did he get hurt? Why did Uncle Caleb get hurt? Because it's glass. It was glass and because Uncle Lance. Uncle Lance disobeyed. He disobeyed, yep. Gotta obey, right? So maybe about four or five years ago, there was um, a problem with the mixer, and the mixer is a really big bowl that mixes the feed for the cows, but it has a spinner in the bottom. Yes, that's right, you know, it goes around. And it's like Mimi's mixing bowl where I tell you, don't get your hair or your fingers in there, right? Remember when we make muffins at Mimi's house? Well, this is very big. Like, it's to mix the cow's feed, and not one cow, but lots of cows, right? So it's a really big bowl that's on the back of the tractor, and you've seen it, if you remember. Well, that's the new one. The old one wasn't working right. So Pop Pops decided to go in and check it. 
and he went in to check it and in the bottom is a big thing like this like a big stick but it's a blade you know what a blade is a blade's a knife and it really is supposed to more like be a stick like a stirring stick but it's turning around and around and around like this to mix up all the different kinds of feed that Pop-Ops has to put in there. He listens to this guy that tells him what to put in there. He calls his feed man. He tells him what kind of minerals and, and grains and how much water and how much salt and everything the cows need. So he puts it all in there and then the mixer mixes it all up. And then Pop-Pops or Pappy goes down that alley. Remember the feed alley? And then it shoots out that chute or whatever and into the cow's feeding trough and they eat it. Well, Pop-Pops couldn't get it to work right or something. He had to check it. So he went down in and there was some feed laying on top of it. So he took his arm and it was bare, like Mimi's arm's bare right now, no shirt or jacket or anything. And he went like this and brushed off that mixing blade. But he didn't realize because it had been hitting the bottom of the big mixing bowl, the mixer, that it wasn't just like a stick anymore. It was like a blade. And what does a blade mean? Do you remember? Sharp. Yeah, like the knife blade. So what happened to Pop-Pop's arm when he brushed across it? It cut it, that's right. It cut his arm pretty badly. And Mimi was up at the house, it was summertime, and there were some extra teenage boys there helping and playing and working. And Mimi was up at the house, and, and I forget where everybody else was, but if I remember correctly, Uncle Luke called me. And he said, he said, Mom, you have to take Dad to the ER right now. And I said, what? And he, I think he said, get down here or something. And I hurried down to the um, barn and I got pop-ups and there was a lot of blood, but he was okay. He wasn't gonna die or anything, but he was okay. But there's a lot of blood and his arm was wrapped up with something. And so Mimi took him into town. But then when we got there, pop-ups decided he didn't really want to go to the ER. So Mimi went into the pharmacy and got some special bandages and stuff. And I came out and fixed him up kind of like the story where your mama fixed up Aunt Corcor. I pretended I was a nurse like Aunt Faith hmm? and fixed up Pop-Pop's arm. And when you look at his arm next time you see him, you'll see a big scar that looks sort of like a J or a candy cane. Okay, this story is about when your mama saw an angel. So we were down at Nana and Pappy's. And I don't remember if it was a, if it was Christmas or another special day like that, Easter. I don't remember what day it was. But all of a sudden, your mom was standing on the step into the room. And she said, Mommy, Mama, whatever she called me, I don't remember. Because I'm her mom, right? And she said, Do you see it? I said, What, Faithy? And she said, look, right there. And she pointed across the room above Dan and Pappy's couch. And she says, there it is. And I said, what, Faithy? And then she said, oh, now it's gone. And then she described it to me and she knew, I don't remember what she said it looked like, but she knew what it looked like. And what she described to me was an angel. And I don't remember how she described it but she, she described it as an angel. And she was the only one that saw it. And I was looking right in the same place she was looking. And, and <clears throat> Mimi didn't see it. But your mommy did. And I know it was there. I believe her.
So when Uncle Caleb was about two, we moved from one house, a different house, to the farm. And the day we got there, we were, you know where Nan and Pappy's house, it's about over here. And then our house is way up here, but it used to be over here on the same like flat level over here. Well, the day we got there, we were in Nana's right here and our house was right over here. And Mimi, his mom, I said, well, it's time to go home now. And the other kids got up, but Caleb got up, came with me and we came outside. We went out on Nana's patio and we walked out here and then we walked in the lane and he started to cry and he was about Gloria's age he was about two and he just started to cry and cry I said what's wrong Caleb he said I don't want to go home I said why don't you want to go home and he just cried and cried he said I don't want to go home I want to stay here on the farm and he didn't understand because our new home was on the farm see he thought we were going to our old home that wasn't on the farm. And so he cried and cried because he didn't want to leave the farm. He wanted to live on the farm. I said, it's okay, honey. We live on the farm now. This is our home now. And he stopped crying because he understood. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. So this story... Is I told you about how the house was on the same level of, of Nana and Pappy's house. Well, after a while, it got dangerous there. And I think I told about the dangers on another episode, didn't I? Did I tell about the dangers when Uncle Luke almost died two times? I told you those? Okay. So that's where the house was when Uncle Luke almost died two times. And then because of that, and because... Well, that was the worst part, but because it really smelled badly down there and because we couldn't make the house bigger there, because it was right near the barn and the cows and everything, Mimi couldn't keep the windows open even because of all the dust. I couldn't hang clothes on the line. We couldn't drink the water because the water was bad. It had bacteria in it. And we couldn't use the basement because the basement had something bad in it. I forget what it was. And I said we couldn't add on. But the main thing was dangerous. But it, the house wasn't just, it just wasn't good down there. So Pop-Pop said to me, he said, should we let the house fall apart and build a new one on the mountainside or should we move it up the mountainside? So we talked about it and we thought about it and we prayed about it and we decided to move the house up the mountainside. So the house, you know, part of it used to be down the mountainside and we moved it all the way up. And we moved it up. It was November, around the time of your birthday. And it was getting really cold. And it was right before my brother, Uncle John, got married. Gigi and Papa wanted to send him out so that he could drive with me because I was going to go out to his wedding with all the kids. Um, Uncle Heath wasn't born yet, but everyone else was born. I was pregnant with Uncle Heath. And I was going to go out to Kansas to the wedding, to Uncle John's wedding, to Missouri. So Gigi and Papa flew him out, and he drove with me and all the kids out there. But before we went, well, after we went, I guess, after we went out while we were gone, they moved the house up. 
And so the one reason we went is because we didn't have a place to live because they were pulling the house up the mountainside. So they had to get tractors from Uncle Harry and Pop-Pops paid these men to come with their machines and they did something, I don't know. I think they lifted it up and then they put these big steel bars under it. Big, big steel bars. You can still see at Mimi and Papa's house in the basement. Put these bars under it and then they got their tractors and then they pulled it, pulled it, pulled it and they couldn't get it to move. And so then they had to get more tractors from Uncle Harry and borrow his tractors. And they used airplane tires to roll it on. So it was really a huge, huge job. And Uncle Quinn liked this stack of old plates he found somewhere. And they were on the back porch and Mimi forgot about them. When we went on our trip to Kansas, because we couldn't stay at the farm for right then, uh, Uncle Quinn's plates stayed on the back porch. The house went up the mountainside like this. And the plates didn't fall off the back porch. Isn't that funny? That was pretty funny. That was a good thing. I'll tell another part of that, I think. So this is the second part of moving the house. So when we went on this trip, we went on this... Uh, We're telling a trip... A trip story? We're telling a trip story. Yeah, we are. So we went on this long trip, and Aunt Cory remembers it. We went on this long trip, and we went to um, to Kansas to be there for the wedding and also so the house could get moved. And when we went, you can get down and exercise with Aunt Cory. And when we went, we, um, well, Mimi had six kids with me. And guess what happened with the kids? We weren't near Pop Pops. He was far away. Do you know what happens to you when you're not with your dada? Do you miss him? You do, that's right. Well, they missed their daddy too. And they missed him a lot. And one son got really ornery and bad. He was acting up a lot and getting in trouble. And one daughter, was so sad she stopped eating because she didn't want to eat because she was so sad because she missed her daddy. And one other daughter cried in the shower. She was so sad. And Mimi didn't know that till a long, long time later. But all the kids missed their daddy and they needed him so much. So after a while, I called their dad, Pop Pops, and I said, Pop Pops, we got to come home. The kids miss you too much. He said, okay. So we went home. And our house wasn't ready yet. It wasn't ready yet because it took them a long time. They had trouble moving up the mountain, like I said. So our house wasn't ready. So Pop-Pops rented a little camper and put it outside the trailer. And a couple of us stayed in the trailer. And a couple of us stayed in the camper. And a couple of us stayed over in Nana and Pappy's house. Because there were nine of us then. And so we wouldn't all fit in one place. One of those small places. So we had to stay in three different places till the house was ready. And then when the house was all ready... We moved back in the house and it didn't even have steps to get in it yet and Pop Pops put it on a basement and made a basement underneath it the basement you know wasn't there so we put it on like sort of stilts and made the basement and we had this ladder to climb up to the back porch because we didn't have steps for the back porch yet so to get in our house we had to climb up a ladder that was kind of fun but it was a little bit dangerous and Mimi was pregnant with Uncle Heath and then Coco one time almost fell out the front, off the front porch because she forgot that there was no porch. Oh, yeah. And we were going to Awana. 
I was in, I guess it was in Sparky's. Yeah. And I opened the door and everybody yelled and mom or dad or Lance grabbed me and pulled me back. It was 2007, so. I can't remember who So you were six, yeah. Yeah, and um, we had the door blocked, but she, or maybe we didn't, then we blocked it after that. I don't remember. But, and then I had something else to tell, but I forgot. That's okay. That was a good part of that story. Oh, the Christmas tree. It was Christmas time, and we just moved the house, and we just got back into the house, and it was freezing cold. We didn't have a porch. We had a ladder. Mimi's pregnant. Pop-Ups was trying to work in the barn. It was kind of crazy. So we said, we're just going to ha- just have to get a little Christmas tree. And we had this one that Mimi had from when, before I married Pop-Ups, and it was only about not as tall as you. It was like about this tall, about up to your chest. And we put it in the front room. And all the kids were happy about it, except one. And he was very unhappy. He said, we can't do this. This can't be our Christmas tree. Why would we have a tree like this? This isn't right. And then Pop Pops and Mimi helped him calm down and he was okay. But he was not happy about that Christmas tree because it was little and it wasn't normal to him. So he didn't like it. 